To the dragon party, dragon party. Yeah, we're back at the dragon party. I'm your host, Brett Brandis. Joining me, as always, is my co-host. Eric, go ahead and tell me your name. Uh, my name is Eric, and I'm a I'm a little sweaty mess. You were you were sweating it out on a volleyball court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in a solid like month two of 105 degrees plus. <laughs> I hear it. It's hot in uh, southern, the southern part of the country. Yes. We're <laughs> in a hellscape. And it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Even just today, though, like, you know, they always say down there, it's like, oh, it's a dry heat. It's a dry. Which I did feel the effects of the humidity up here for the first time today, where it was like the temperature gauge said 80 degrees, but I stepped outside and I was sweat immediately. I was just like, oh, yeah. there's all my bo- there's all my water. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it is. It is pretty dry. All right, so I'm gonna be honest. So it's hot. Some people in Dallas vastly overestimate how humid it is here. They're like yeah, yeah. because they're comparing themselves to like Arizona, where it's like they don't even know what rain is. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so they're like, oh well, here it's pretty humid. I'm like you, you don't know <laughs> compared to yeah. compared to like some places in the north. But yeah, I would much rather it be like, as far as unpleasantness, like 102 with like, you know, like 10% humidity than like 87 and like 50 to 60% humidity. Yeah, like, which is where we're sitting at right now. Like I just step outside and it's like, oh, I'm sweating. It's like, this, this, is <laughs> like, wait, this feels untenable. It doesn't feel hot, but you're yeah. sweating. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, we that's the weather out. report for the Dragon Party. Now let's get into the news. Brett, back to you. We had we had a brief a brief moment. Uh, I think this episode is coming out not too much later than our last episode, uh, mostly because so we, I went on vacation last week, so I've been we've been gone for a while. But back to it. Um, even though we're just coming back, not too much to talk about that we missed in the world of magic, and that's going to be the first comeback episode we're gonna First do a whole uh but there technically was big changes to magic in total and and a lot of reveals so we'll get to all of those we're not going to get into the new set here that'll be next week when uh, the full yeah we're, we're right now in the middle of eldraine previews so we don't uh have all the information in front of us so we'd rather wait till everything's out to, to discuss what we liked and, and didn't mm-hmm. like about that uh before we get to all that, Eric, back at the party, what you going to be drinking today? Well, despite, you know, it being still definitely the summer, like, I, I don't know what seasons are anymore since moving down here. So, <laughs> there's no seasons. There's no seasons. Every season I determine by just what beer comes out now. Ah, and yeah. That's... Fall officially here uh, okay. because they have, they have the, like, um, Oktoberfest beers, so there's the... Dogfish head and pumpkin, yeah, pumpkin. It's brown ale with like spice and stuff. And uh, this is my favorite time of beer year. I would agree. I think fall is definitely the best for beer. Pumpkin ales, I definitely got into. It's probably it wasn't like last year. It was only a few years ago though, and I really got into the pumpkin ales. I really appreciate those. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today I got one a throwback. This is like one of the beers I had a long time ago at like a fancy, like. I, I 
guess it was like a four-star restaurant. And it was like a nice restaurant. I don't even know why I was served this beer. But it's this Hitachino Red Rice Ale. So instead of using the typical yeast that they use, they use red rice to brew with. Instead of like barley or, or whatever the usual stuff is. They use red rice. So you can only get this from Japan. And of course, my cool beer place in town orders things from all over. So they ended up getting this stuff in, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> is it is it good? It's no. awesome. It's oh, like- it's so good. And it's so unique. I mean, nothing, it tastes like nothing you've had, because it's the only beer of its kind. It's the only beer made with red rice. Red rice. <laughs> I feel like beer is an interesting choice. Like, obviously, like, going to any restaurant, I just kind of gravitate towards beer, but, like, I like a fancy for like, yeah, like but right, but I, you're like, oh, beer. I, that's, that's when it. you end up with this unique stuff where it's yeah. like red rice beer, though. It's like, oh, uh, <laughs> let me try that. They're just pouring yes. pours into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. It's the banquet beer, though. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right, that's what we got drinking today. Let's go over, I guess, the changes first because that was announced first. This was all the way back. We're at the end of August ish now. The beginning of August, however, and this is a big deal because what they announced was that this is going to be a yearly thing now, where bans are supposedly only going to happen once a year. Supposedly, they had to supposedly. walk back a lot of what they said. Yeah, yeah like, like, unless, unless we really want to. That's what there was like. There was like a huge like pressure on this announcement, and everyone's like, "Oh man!" So if they're only doing it once a year. This is going to be huge. They're going to rip things out of the the socket. I mean, they're just going to change it all. And then what happened was basically nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with like, you know, Lord of the Rings coming to modern and there was a modern pro tour. Yeah, the pro tour just happened. So everyone was like, oh, they'll look at those results and then ban based off that. Which is what happens typically. Typically. Has happened. And they were just like, no. I mean, I, apparently, I think everyone was, like, scared of, like, the Wondering and Orcish Bowmasters. And then this consensus, I feel Rightfully like, so. Yeah, they're, they're still scared of it. But they're like, okay, maybe it wasn't, like, OCO-level, like, good. But um, who knows? Maybe. Yeah, because it again, seemed like there was still a lot of variety. It was like, yeah, we're not all playing just this color. Because the Wondering can go in every deck. So we're right. still playing all the colors. Yeah, how, what, how, how do you think about that? Like, in my head, it's like, well, shouldn't it's like the the like the style card, you know, the card that's like yeah. what the deck's named after gets right. like a lot more attention than like the card that's just like generically really good, yeah, actually busted. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like wow, um, smuggler, uh, um, uh, copter. What was it called? In Pioneer Smuggler's Copter? Smuggler's Copter. Yeah, that got banned yeah. in standard because it's just like, well, yeah, every deck. Got banned in standard too. Every deck plays card it, draw yeah. engine and everything. So like I kind of felt like it was gonna be the same thing, but I think people I mean, or maybe wizards are like, well, it's still generic, or it's, I mean it's a generic enough card and like everything wants it, so every but like, yeah, it, it's not decreasing variety, but it's still just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna start my deck with at least two. i think especially from me watching as much modern as i have and we are not exactly modern experts here uh but i will say i I believe that card will be banned uh not you know they're they're gonna wait a couple 
I don't know. I don't know how long. I mean, they're going to try and sell it as much as they can. But that card is going to be banned. It is. It's completely ridiculous if you watch that thing. <laughs> I know. I wonder. And no, the 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 cynic in me says that they they were planning like a second release cycle. Of yeah, Lord of the Rings for this holiday December. season. Yep. So they're like, hey, we can't ban this card. Yeah, like that would be that would ruin our sales for yeah. this. E- even though winter. it's like an auto include in every commander deck. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, well, no, yeah, I I agree. Like, modern is not gonna, especially if you ban one card from the set, that's yeah. not gonna drive all the sales. <laughs> yeah, like Orcish Bowmaster is still really good. Like, still really good. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. So. It will it will be bad. I think probably by next year, people are going to have enough. Say enough is enough. Maybe one more pro tour goes by with that thing legal, and then and then they they're going to have to pull the plug eventually. It's like I've just seen the card enough to just like watch it and go. Oh, there's no, yeah. There's no they their argument. So they they also released like a statement. Uh, and their argument was that like oh there's ways to play against it. You just have to have this one card in exile. I'm like. Dude, you can't like just name the one answer and say that everything's going to be fine because yeah. there's one answer out there. That's not how the game works. Yeah, you can't it, all just have to play the one answer. <laughs> if the card's busted, the card's busted. It's <laughs> such like dice to removal. Just play counterspell, dude. Just play counterspells. Everything's fine. okay. I guess oh, I okay. have to play the deck that has the counterspell. I guess yeah. that's wow. Thanks, Wizards. I guess I have to do this now. Yeah, that's not yeah. that's not how the game should be played, and uh, it's a little upsetting. So, yeah, moving on from from modern, all they did end up doing in modern, which I think was a good change for them overall, uh, was they unbanned preordain, which I think was a super safe card to unban. I can't believe that yeah. card is, uh, you know, it was banned in an era where where storm was really good, and now it's just like a good cantrip, which is fine. Right. Yeah. Then there's some people saying like, oh man, the the Merktide region decks like might not even play it because they have consider and that puts like two cards in the graveyard <laughs> sure and can be played at instant speed yeah so, <laughs> so it's just like mm, sure we'll play one or two <laughs> yeah i, yeah. I kind of forgot that was still banned <laughs> to be honest yeah uh, but that's a great change i think they could probably unban a lot of the list and it'd probably be fine for yeah. modern, uh these days this day and age but they're of course they're gonna take it lightly so they just unban like the safest card for now, like oh yeah, just random yeah, cantrip that'll maybe. Do but something. like, if they're only going to be banless once a year, like they, they have an emergency window in case they just like absolutely yeah. destroy everything. So, but like, that, that was the whole be thing. Unbanned they, for as an emergency. Yeah, they they, uh, they had to walk it back because they were like, no, 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 no. That once a year thing was like a standard thing. But don't worry, guys. Like, if anything gets busted, we'll ban it immediately. And it was yeah. like, so you're just like, why did you even say anything about this band announcement? <laughs> like, yeah. you have no idea what you're doing. And they can't stick to a plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Wizards just changes their minds every six months. So, like, any announcement, like, this is how things are going on. If if they mention the word year, just don't believe that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it's a good thing. So, I, I want to get to Pioneer for a moment. Um, I was, I honest to God, I was really hoping for a ban here. Um, I, I, and for me, it's a hundred percent Nykthos. I know a lot of people say Karn should be the one that goes. I've played a ton of the format and I can beat Karn even with an artifact deck, but I can't beat it when it's backed by a Nykthos. I I just can't. Karn is fine when he doesn't have a billion mana. 
I know. Yeah, it's like if you play down a four drop and then minus it and get a five drop, and they can't play it, it nothing really has happened. And <laughs> yeah, just, like can, move on because then, like presumably, they're open for the Karn to be destroyed. Right, they right. They can't anything. just protect it. But what happens is they just play Karn and six other things at once. Yeah, and I can't do anything about it. And it's it's just it's Nykthos that's doing that. It's just too strong. I know. I I wish I wish people were just cool. About playing Nixos because it is like a fun <laughs> card. You'd be like, oh, I can't I know, I know. My... See, that's the whole funny part of it is like, everyone's like, oh no, you can't ban Nixos. It supports the other devotion. I was like, what other devotion decks? I think Karn is a more interesting card to keep in the format where you can build a lot of like really sweet, like sideboardy things out, out of Karn and play around with it. And it wouldn't be that powerful. Yeah. While Nixos can literally only be used in Mono It just, yeah. other decks don't exist. They're or- so bad. But like it, but like the the argument is like, oh, but the other mono or uh, devotion decks are bad. Like, okay, but what if they're better than mono green? Is that good for you? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like okay, yeah. <laughs> now okay, now there's so two really good mono color decks. Like there was the what was it was Thero standard that it was just basically like mono black devotion, yeah, mono, mono blue colors, devotion, yeah. and it was yeah. like, oh, this is the most boring standard competitive. <laughs> it was. It was so it was bad. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's just one card behind that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like and I don't want And lands are impossible to answer. Like yeah. you can't bring in a land hate card for Nick though, especially because they play Cavalier of Thorns, which just puts one in play. Yeah. It it's so hard to, to be and like I mean because you want to play like cool cards, but you can't just like play four like, you know, field of ruins. Like Right. And even that's not a good enough answer, dude. Yeah. You're like, that's way too slow. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, here's, here, yeah, again, here's my, you know, like three mana thing that like draws eight cards and, and puts a land directly into play. Uh, so what ended up happening, of course, though, was no changes at all. They are apparently very happy where the format's at. I honestly can't understand why. Uh, <laughs> to, to, be, to be perfectly frank... With the format, it is completely plagued by two decks being Rakdos and Mono Green, and it, it there's just no room for anyone else in between. I mean, those I don't two know. Decks... Some decks play two blue cards, and it's Grixis. So those are two decks, not Grixis <laughs> and Rakdos. I don't know. It's it's, it's just kind of heinous. Like there are other decks, but they lose to the Mono Green, especially. I just think that deck needs to be shoved down a peg and a, a literal peg. If you take Nykthos, the deck still is there. And I think it'll be fine. They might change around a few cards uh, to be more creature heavy, but I think the deck survives. Mm. I think it'll be pretty bad without Nexus. It probably would be, and I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understood. Uh, yeah. That All sounds right. amazing. Cool. The, card, the deck would also be probably pretty bad without card, to be fair, too. Probably. But still better than. It would be better for the deck to, if Karn was gone than Nykthos. Nykthos definitely, I, th- I think I agree with you, probably does delete the deck more. Yeah. Because that card's just so, it's so unbelievably busted. I can't it's so good. Focus. Yeah, because, like, there's so many cards that are, like, effect turn into effectively free cards. Like, you spend yeah. three mana on, like, you know, a three pip card, like, on uh, Blue Chronos or whatever, and she's like, okay, I didn't, I didn't. I added three mana by playing this creature. <laughs> so yeah. this like, I just know, like, the de- like, Cutting Nithos makes Storm the Festival terrible. It makes Kiora terrible. So, like, those, both those cards would get cut. You'd have to fill those slots with, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It, yeah, and like, change. yeah, I, 
I, I at that point, Karn's probably bad because again, that's the yeah, reason to be Karn's. Karn's literally only good with Nykthos, so Karn would go to like the deck would have to completely change. Yeah, I think the deck would be more interesting without Karn because it at least people could build different variations of Mono Green where they're like, okay, pick a different finisher, pick like an engine or something. But like yeah. Nykthos, maybe is just your engine card, and then you just I don't know, you just go off of Storm of the Festivals, but. Karn's just it's like, like if they okay. want if they want that deck to to live, then yeah, I guess Karn's the one that has to go. I I to me, Karn Nick feels like you just pre sideboarded for every matchup. Yeah, but then then it's an actual punishment for playing the Karn, right? Yeah. It's like all right, then your sideboard's bad, so that's mm-hmm. good in a three game set. Like that's good for me. <laughs> that you're yeah. playing the Karn. I don't know. That's how I feel about it, but. What they ended up going with was nothing, and that worried me initially because I was like, "Oh my god, I have to go through another year of this junk." Like this is this is so bad. <laughs> like I did not want to see another year of card Nykthos. I uh, I really hope something changes soon because I'm getting real super sick of it. I mean, it is it is horrible to play against when you play on arena like I do. It's you know the. <laughs> Instead of what is this on MTG Goldfish Pioneer metagame right now says fifteen percent Nykthos. That's even a lot. That's so much. But on on uh, MTG Online or Arena, I think it's like twice that. It's probably thirty yeah. percent. it's just too much. Yeah, and yeah, Mono Green too. It's such a cheap deck to build on. I mean, it's not such a cheap deck to build on on uh, Arena, but like. You build your Nixoses and you kind of start playing a bad version of that deck. Like, you put your Nixoses in Karns, Kiora, whatever. Like, you can build a bad version of that deck and it's still playable. Like, mm-hmm. because you don't need like a million rare lands. Like, you do. You feel like you need some, but you're not gonna like. Yeah, you, lose you could probably go without the layer, of the high yeah, and the Basin like, to begin with. Like, just do the four Nixoses. And then and forests and exactly so that, get that's to those a, yeah end. you feel like you can just build it with like eight less wild cards than you need. I think we went over that uh, deck in specific in our uh, mm-hmm. monocolored explorer episode. I don't remember the exact counts. I remember it being quite high, even though you'd think with just those lands, but yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm just sick of playing against it. I'll be honest. <laughs> just like, I know what you mean yeah. Every brew I make loses to that deck, with because it you know just does its limit like plan and like no matter what I try, I get so close and I can never finish the game. Yeah, and they, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you look up and they can just play two five drops like every yeah, turn. Yeah. It feels like I could do everything perfect and it, it never matters. It just mm-hmm. just doesn't matter against that deck. Uh, yeah, if you're playing. Explorer, play against me because you'll draw a nut draw every single hand. I don't. I don't think I've ever played against anyone <laughs> yeah. that hasn't had the perfect hand they wanted every game nice guy. I've ever played. Just a nice. Guy. <laughs> like, yeah. like it is. It is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play, if you want the easiest life, play against me. Uh, all right, the other things we'll go over today. Uh, the new sets they've released at least through twenty twenty four. They've given us a good look ahead at what we're looking at going forwards. Uh, we know we're ending the year with Eldraine, which is coming up like right now. And then at the end of the year, we have Ixalan coming back. Where we're going into the Lost Caverns. Uh, that'll be lost sweet. Caverns. Doctor Who is going to get their own commander decks coming out uh, this year too. However, next year, what we're looking at 
I have oh, to scroll excellent. the opposite direction. Where am I? Here I am. Okay. Next year, sets twenty twenty four. We're gonna start, and I believe this is in order. Uh, okay, they just have they just have the quarters listed, so I don't have the months. We just know kind of uh, a ra- rough when they're gonna come in. The first one of the year is gonna be the murders at Karlov Manor. And this is an interesting uh, spin on the set. So it's going to be set in Ravnica, but it won't be a two-color guild set. So you won't see the classic is it Orzhov Golgari uh, dynamic. They they are like they're going away from that entirely. So it's it's just going to be characters on the Ravnica setting. And it's funny because when you look at this point in the game, if you guys are unaware of the lore happening. The omen paths are open, so now everyone is free to walk the plains, not just planeswalkers. So if you if you see in their concept art of the murders of Karlov Manor, there's characters from all over the freaking place. Now there's the typical Ravnica ones in there, like there's the angel, but in the back you see like a lizard from Ixalan standing there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he just got there. <laughs> I'm just a lizard guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what, what? And I think to the right is like uh, from Innistrad. I think that's one of the vampires from Innistrad. Mm-hmm. And then you have one of the oh, goblin yeah. kings from Dominaria. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're, they're just like, everyone's just basically just, just be like, hey, we need to put this murder mystery theme in somewhere. And they're like, well, Ravnica's a big city. That- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, everyone's favorite, uh, what do they call Easter egg, is that the second person in the picture is Massacre Girl, who's at the murders of Karlov Man. <laughs> it's like, it's you, who, right? Who could have done it? They're like, this bloody mess, and they all just look. <laughs> and Massacre Girl's just standing there like, yes, we're all looking for the person. It's like the, I think you should everyone. leave hot dog sketch. Like, it could be any one of us. <laughs> That's what's crazy. That's what's crazy. <laughs> the other real interesting thing they're doing with this set is they're releasing like a secondary product that's apparently supposed to be a clue-like game that uses magic cards. We have no idea what they're talking about or what this means, but there apparently is going to be like a secondary subset game that you could play with this set. Hey, we did it, folks. Magic has become such a big part of Hasbro that they're trying to shove it in, <laughs> shove other products into magic. Yeah, they're just like trying to make this magic. I, I think what their goal is is like almost like Jumpstart is, you know, where they're, they're trying to get people interested that aren't just going to play the typical 1v1 player versus player game. Uh-huh. I think it's supposed to be a more inclusive, like they're trying to reach out, branch out, and do more like PvE type games out of magic cards is their goal okay so i think this was one of the steps they did they were like oh we found we figured out this cool way you could use magic cards that isn't the triple constructed magic game let's try this yeah i'll I'll be interested to see how it works yeah it's on to me it's it's gonna be fascinating i think this is a, a pretty straightforward uh set design though you know even though it's just on ravnica we all understand what the art yeah. is going to look like there. It's going to be interesting with more zany characters there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I believe, if not this one, it's going to be the next set. Um, they're calling this whole next arc, just like, you know, we have to be in the next Infinity War arc. It's called the Omen Paths arc. 
I don't know if it necessarily is kicked off. Like, if you remember, the Phyrexian arc was basically kicked off in, like, Kaldheim-ish when right. we first saw Vornklex, and everyone was like, what the like, hell's what? he doing there? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of uh, What's this guy? What's yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe the murders of Karlov Mana might be the first, like, yeah, there's, like, right. an inkling. Like, there's one clue left, and everyone's like, oh! <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, it's probably going to be that, where there's, like, one card that kind of reveals the next so, Wait, steps. but just, just going back, who who's Karlov yeah. again? Karlov is uh, Taysa Karlov, so they are, like, the Orzhov family. Oh, okay. So like their manor. And remember, in uh, Crimson Vow, they one of them married, so it was, who, Olivia Voldoren married uh, a Markov. Okay, so it wasn't one of the two... Yeah, I was, I was originally thought it was Markov. I was like, isn't he a vampire? Like, isn't that kind of normal for murder to be happening <laughs> in his manner? Like, again, the also... The must be, like... Yeah. Because they're Orzhov, they must be, like, the dignitaries. Like, they must be the, the higher Yeah, they, they're, like, the... Like, like not mafia, but, yeah, they're, like, yeah. Oligarchs. That's what I mean. Exactly. Again, I feel like in they've set up a world in Ravnica where it's kind of not unusual for just, like, murders to be happening. Murders. Yeah, just it's like, just more interesting that now there's, like, people from not there. No, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just That's going to be the difference, yeah. Uh, the next set coming out in Q2 is called The Outlaws of Thunder Junction. That name is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, this is just, a Wild gonna, West theme. You're just going to... What? Uh, glaze over the Fallout set? Or Oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going over the main sets right no. now. Okay. Yeah, I'm going over the main sets right now. We'll do supplemental sets afterwards, yeah. All right. Because they're just, all the Fallout is, we can go over Fallout now. Um, <laughs> all Fallout is, is going to be the same thing Doctor Who's getting. It's just like Commander decks. Yeah. No full release, no, like, there's going to be a couple new cards, but it's mostly going to be reskinned cards from cards in Magic. Yeah. I so mean, they yeah. are just printing Commander products with Fallout art, just like they did with Warhammer. Yeah, the Warhammer um, ones were sick. So they ended I, up being awesome, yeah. And, I mean, they had, like, how many would you say? Was it like a quarter was new cards? Or maybe yeah. even more? It was probably a lot. It was, it was, like it was pretty fits. significant. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. It was a lot of new cards. There was there was a few repr- uh, reprints that had new art, but mm-hmm. it was it was mostly new cards. I would say. I think this one's going to be expected to be a couple more reprints than that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. They have to find their price point again because they know if, if right. they make new, more new cards, they get to charge more. So yeah, because the Warhammer ones were like normal price, and now I'm hoping right. they're not like like 80 bucks because they might yeah these probably there's gonna be premium because i would love fallout too yeah I, i'm a huge fallout fan i've been an enormous fallout fan forever we'll see how the products look i i don't i don't want to set my mind to like i'm buying them uh, until yeah they, they're all 185 dollars well i'm not paying 150 i'm sorry um all right go back though uh we'll, we'll finish out the main sets so the q2 is outlaws of thunder junction uh, this is apparently the Wild West, where all of the bad guys are meeting up in Thunder Junction <laughs> to plan their next attack. I guess <laughs> this is. I'm su- I'm surprised they haven't done like a Western themed. Everyone is. So, yeah, this this is like the last like trope they yeah, haven't yeah. like done yet. Uh huh. So they're hitting it now. Thunder Junction. Here we go. Yeah. I... I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's going to be fine. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be a fun set. Uh, The next one down is Bloom Burrow in Q3. 
This is all world full of anthropomorphic uh, animals, which are the main characters of the set. So everyone goes up. Uh, did you ever read the Redwall series as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they all call this like Redwall worlds, basically, where like instead of humans, they're all rabbits, birds, mice, raccoons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, with swords yeah it (laughs) looks very like fantastical not like it does not furries kind of things where it's like oh it doesn't look like truly anthropomorphized um like kind of what you see in like a lot of D &D, like rabbit folk or cat folk they're like no these are squirrels (laughs) wearing clothes and then carrying swords yeah (laughs) and walking on their legs Interestingly, too, at this t- point in time of Bloomborough, so Q3, it's going to in- introduce another story beyond the Omen Paths arc. Oh, cool. That, that they'd be in. Yeah, called the Dragon Arc. Hey, so, that's us. I'm assuming it's all about yeah. us. I, I assume there, there's a, a key set in the 2025 that they revealed that I think that that one, that's going to bring that one back for sure. Hmm. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, twenty Late in 2024, we have Duskmorn, the House of Horror. Apparently, this whole set is going to happen inside a single house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a literal haunted house. It's all set inside the house. And I have no idea oh, what's happening. It looks like just everything's trying to scare people. I don't know what's going on here. That's really interesting. Like a full set inside of a haunted house. That's really is inside cool. of one house. Yeah. yeah. The whole I'm, set is going to take place hmm. inside of a house. So like any of the characters, they're all in that house. Like anyone that you see, yeah. they all they're all in the house. Yeah. It's gonna, it cool. is going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm sure the house really has cool. to be massive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a uh, well, I mean, unfortunately, like, you know, in 100 years from now, all these ghost stories are going to take place in single bedroom apartments because that's all afford. <laughs> Uh, what if what if in that set they have like uh you know like the space Bellaran mechanic where they separate people into zones? Uh-huh. If they're gonna have like they have to separate between the floors of the house. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 I'm on the ground floor of the house, so yeah. you can't block me. <laughs> it, I wonder if there's this uh, they yeah it's like there's different dungeons on the floors, like the the basement dungeon. Yeah. They have to go Defeat through each basement. room. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to be like an artifact set because usually, you know, they like like the suspicious Ooh, bookshelf a, is like an artifact. Yeah, that's an interesting call out. Yeah, maybe, maybe there'd be a lot of yeah different windows and paintings and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You got to have curses. This this needs. Uh, there's got to be curses make comeback, right? Like, ooh, yeah. This this would be the set for that for sure. Yeah. Cool. I wonder. No, it'd be cool. Kind of twist on sagas, like a saga curse. Where like you go, oh, so it ticks on them yeah. and lasts. Yeah, lasts I like that. I like that. Yeah, I guess there's no curses like that. They probably yeah. haven't designed anything like that yet. That's an interesting one. I mean, like the closest thing they would have would be like the tribute to Hirobi, which is almost on you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, please don't. Oh, okay, you're <laughs> you, you just killed me. Uh, yeah. All right. If that's true, yeah. I'm calling out. What is it? Uh, August, <laughs> late August. Yeah, I like the callouts. And then, uh, all right, we'll go into 2025 quick. We don't have as much uh, news on these. We just have uh, code words and what they are probably going to be. Um, the first one is called Racing World. It's apparently going to be a set called like the Death Race or something, where they're racing in between the Omen Paths. 
Sounds pretty awesome. There's going to be a lot of vehicles in the set, so yeah, it's going to be vehicle great. heavy. Yeah. Like that does sound sick. That's not, so that's going to come Q1 of 2025. I think I'm going to like that set a lot, if I had to guess. I, I love vehicles. I really do. Vehicle. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with them. Uh, Q2 is, and this is the one where I said, uh, this is where the dragon arc's going to come mm. back into focus, is a return to Tarkir. And we already know that that's where they're going. Um, and its code name is Ultimate. Ultimate. So. It's code is ultimate, but we're going back to Tarkir. Uh, that's where I'm sure that dragon arc, whatever it is. So I, I'm guessing the Omen Paths arc might finish up in Racing Worlds, wherever that is. Mm. Uh, if that didn't end it, I um, because then we go to Tarkir, and that's like firmly the dragon arc, I would assume. Yeah, I don't know though, be um, because that. then it. Yeah, th- then it seems like we go all over the place. Also, because... this is like two years from now, so it's, that's probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we don't have as much information. Yeah, yeah. this is two years from now, so don't take this too to heart. Uh, they have a code word volleyball. It's known to be a space opera. So it's supposed to be a, a set in space. So going over more tropes. Now, we already had Unfinity, but this is going to be an official yeah. standard set in space. This will be, be interesting. I wonder if they're going to do it like... Say space opera, which is like firmly futuristic science fiction, mm. like Star Wars. And yeah, I think say um, Kamigawa, the newest Kamigawa. Oh, yeah, that, know, that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. That's kind of closest thing. I was thinking also like you know, Spelljammer was like space esque. Yeah, but it was yeah. kind of like I don't know. It wasn't really like spacey. True, and even in Space Jammer, they had like a lot of those anthropomorphic animals right they have like the space hamsters and yeah <laughs> that was like part of the thing <laughs> turns out if you just put the word space in front of a lot of shit it's just gonna yeah. sound spacey <laughs> this just works there are space uh, hamsters. and then finally to end out 2025 they they're returning to lorwyn and apparently they're gonna do the same overview as kamigawa we're like it's gonna be a totally different time <laughs> like, like they're not gonna revisit some of the classic Lorwyn characters we're used to. It's gonna be Lorwyn, two thousand years after <laughs> the events of Lorwyn. Or in that, you know, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's just the exact same cards. Go <laughs> <laughs> go yeah. I just forgot uh, the other the other big news that they dropped on us at this event. This was uh, of course Gen Con that I'm talking. Um, was that they have promised Eric finally. That they will complete Pioneer next year on Arena. They they better get to work. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that, their current pace is not good enough. Now this is they said by next year, so that, I mean that could literally be December of next year. So we right. could still be sixteen months away from that. But they set and a deadline. Yeah. Oh, because because like this is good because before we were saying at their current pace it would take them ten years to get there. Now we're now we're locked in at, at one and a half, one well, and a quarter. Again, yes. we just we just talked about how if the wizards say anything over a year, don't I know? <laughs> don't, yeah, it's so um, true. It's so true. If they if they don't start like just releasing full sets on arena, or like, hey, here's fifty cards from you right. know this, which we know Tarkir is coming out on arena like next month. Okay, so um, if, if so they, we're already getting that one. Okay, yeah, but okay. just that one. Just that one. Yeah, <laughs> and then apparently there's going to be a Pioneer Masters. That was another set that was revealed. To, it's like a it's going to be all reprints. Oh, let me search that, when that's going to be cool to draft. But yeah, it's like they got to start doing that because these like 15 card anthologies 
where like half the cards are like not played. It's like, man, I love that zero equip. Was it like a quarter shield or I don't know what it's called? <laughs> yeah, is it's like, oh no, Eric, it costs three to equip. Costs three <laughs> to equip. Right. Zero. He's casting. <laughs> it's way better. Than me. <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so we'll eventually get there, which, thank God, it can't come soon enough. There's, like, I've been building a lot of decks lately, and then I'm like, ah, I'm missing this, I'm missing that. I'm, like, right. really getting bogged down now, and I'm like, God, this really sucked. And then, then you go up against Mono Green anyway and get trounced, and you're like, all right, this sucks. <laughs> all right. Especially, not, especially when I'm playing with, like, not my... Mono Green has all their cards, of course, and then you don't have all yours, and you're like, my, with my cards, maybe I'd stand a chance, but not without... All my cards. I mean, it's ridiculous. All right. Well, that's it. They'll print Super Nykthos. Super Nykthos. Yeah, thank God. The Savior. Super Nykthos. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's all we had for the update on the state of magic and where it's going to go from here. With that, we'll catch you next time. Party on!